You're listening to Hope Alive, your number one online Christian radio station. You are listening to the GMG Breakfast Show right here on Hope Alive. GMG meaning uh, good morning, God. And this is the best breakfast in the land of the living. It is a Tuesday, Choose Wise Tuesday. And every uh, um, first Tuesday of the month, we make sure we look into health matters. And today is no different. We're looking at uh, dental hygiene, you know, looking at the mouth, looking at the things that makes the things to be done. That pearly white smile that you always uh, are proud of. Sometimes it comes at a cost and so we want to break down that and today's guest is none other than dr william matola if i'm not mistaken i hope i'm not butchering your surname good morning sir uh good morning how are you doing uh i'm glad to have you on the line so let's let's get into it so if there before we even get into our conversation and if there was a billboard that had um a phrase or maybe the billboard had like a phrase or Three words that captured the essence of who you are. What would it read? Okay, so um, firstly, okay, I like to, when, when typically when I'm describing myself, I like to start out with my age. You know, I'm 23 years old. Uh, That's our way. I'm someone who likes sports, likes having fun, likes uh, chill times. Overall, you know, try not to take life too seriously, but at the same time, take it very seriously. You know, just try to find the balance between both worlds. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking about finding a balance, I mean, being a young uh, man yourself who's now a professional uh, in the medical space, it's a very serious career, especially in a black family, you know, when Mutubaraki yes, doctor is like, yo. So, uh, how do you balance being their child or the younger brother or the younger sibling or the sibling yeah. even versus being the professional and the expert in your journey? Um, well, it's how do i put this like obviously like i wouldn't be where i am without my family at the same time so even yeah. though i'm a professional and whatnot i do have to realize that you know they're my family i love <laughs> them and uh yeah they sacrifice a lot for me to get in this, into this position so it's mm. very it's a very humbling experience to be mm. honest so when you're home they just say hey and uh, do the garden <laughs> cleaner, go to the shop, paisa shop. They don't have the thing of like, you know, Pelahonali doctor Mohai. Yeah, no, definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> definitely not. <laughs> Didn't expect it to be like that, to be honest. But yeah. Mm. Let's uh, also, I mean, how did you choose to this career to become a dentist? Okay, so I've always been interested in health. So in high school, I did consider um, several careers, such as, you know, being a medical doctor, studying medicine, studying dentistry, studying pharmacy. And um, I would say I was leaning more towards uh, being, uh, you know, the whole doctor title. Mm. So uh, more so because it's a little bit shorter. And uh, I just think, you know, working with your working with my hands in general just seemed a little bit more appealing to me. I've always been interested in like science and biology, right? Yes. So I knew that getting into any field um, involving like science and biology, um, I will, I found all aspects of that very interesting. Like I must admit, more I was more interested in like the human body and anything that came with it. So my top three choices were always in health, um, either dentistry, medicine, or pharmacy. 
Mm. And due to several decisions, uh, just introspection and, you know, shadowing a lot of, like, practitioners, I just thought that dentistry would be the best option, uh, at least at the time. All right. And how long does it take to become a dentist? The, the, the degree itself is five years, five yeah. years full time, and can be studied at four different institutions in South Africa. That is VIP, uh, University of Pretoria, um, University of Western Cape, which is where I studied, as well as uh, SNU, which is the Fako Makato Health Sciences University. Mm. So, yes. do you have a pressure being a dentist to have good teeth? <laughs> ah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Or else I people mean, are not going to trust you, right? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I guess so. Most patients typically try to look at your, your teeth before they make any sort of decision about whether they trust you with their smile or not. <laughs> <laughs> so what is um, oral hygiene? What would one define as oral hygiene? Um, I would define oral hygiene as the practice of keeping um, your mouth clean as well as like free from diseases and as well as other problems by um, brushing your teeth regularly, uh, cleaning between your teeth by either the use of floss or um, incidental brushes or maybe visiting your uh, dental practitioner at the recommended basis. This, uh, this helps prevent disease and uh, other issues like bad breath, etc. So, what is, I've been touching on uh, bad breath as well. What is, a, well, maybe before we even get there, I want to touch on the bad breath, but you spoke about cleaning and, and washing your teeth and also visiting your practitioner ever so often. How often is, should one visit a, 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 denta, a dentist? A dentist should at least be visited every six months. Every six months, just for a consultation and mm. appointment. Just, just for us to have a look and see inside your mouth if there are any sort of problems that are developing. and Because uh, dentistry can get pretty expensive if you try and delay your appointments because mm. um, there might be a problem that's you know, just starting out. That could be a quick fix, but instead, you know, you decided to wait years and years mm. and all of a sudden it becomes a very expensive problem now. So I always recommend that people visit their dentist at least every six months so that we can help prevent certain issues. Perhaps wow. you're not brushing the best in a certain area and that could overall cause problems over an extended period of time. Oh, wow. I'm going to do a consultation because I, listen, I have not been to a dentist in... I could easily be four or five years and I generally think I've got good teeth and I've just leaned on that. But you are right. There could be something that I don't yeah. see. And yeah. mm, okay. I six months. Hey, I know. All right. So let's <laughs> <laughs> but let's talk about I mean you also touched a little bit when we're speaking about dental health and hygiene to speak about brushing, flossing, and making sure that you have clean teeth and uh, your breath smells good and all of that but there are some times when you find situations that um, people brush their teeth even twice a day three times a day um, but immediately after brushing they find that um, their breath still smells bad so what would be the cause of such okay so typically um, if if a patient does Oh, yeah, if a person does feel like they have um, good oral hygiene habits and they're brushing twice a day and, you know, they still have, they're still having all these sorts of problems, it's either they could not be brushing the, in the best way possible 
or um, they just haven't been to the dentist in a while where they need a professional cleaning to get rid of uh, certain things that can't be restored by brushing alone. Because there are certain gum diseases and certain things that develop, and yeah, something that we call calculus that develops on teeth that we can't necessarily remove, and that can cause a bad breath in the long run. But if they have been to a dentist and all of these things are sorted, then maybe we're looking at a bigger issue. Like perhaps they're on certain medications that dry their mouth, or they might have something going on in their nasal cavity or their windpipe or even in their gastrointestinal system. So that might need to be corrected uh, by them just visiting a dentist, going to their doctor, and then just explaining their symptoms so that we can get to the bottom of why um, this is happening. Mm. So, um, I mean, how would what would be the best way to advise, especially if you are with somebody who's maybe your partner or your child mm. or even a parent who you realize that they've done it all and they continue to have the situation. What would be the best way to to have this conversation about the breath, especially? I think the best way to have the conversation is um, just being understanding that it is a sensitive topic, but also bringing up the health aspect of it. Because in the long run, uh, there could be something potentially wrong with their health. Mm. And this would need to be something that gets checked. In the, at the end of the day, you know, so despite it being a sensitive topic and yeah, I think, you know, just bringing up the health aspect of it and, you know, just, yeah, just trying to, trying to get to the bottom of what could potentially be causing this is the main factor. And um, what could be, I mean, what are some of the remedies, for example, before I even think of going to, are there um, homes or self care remedies and, and and methods that I can implement to help um, reduce or fight bad breath and maybe even dark yellow teeth and you know okay so um, trying to remedy this would be obviously making sure that you're brushing in the best possible way you're flossing as often as necessary which is every night before you sleep um just using mouthwash um you know a few i don't necessarily want to name brands over here it's not a sponsored interview <laughs> but um <laughs> but yeah just getting some mouthwash um also avoiding certain foods at certain times for example things like food foods that have garlic or onion you know those are uh yeah not not the best for your breath if i could mm. put it lightly so mm. yeah that's that 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 yeah, those are the things off the top of my head that people could do. Um, also, eating certain foods such as like apples or you know raw carrots, um, they do have a cleaning effect on your teeth because oh. yeah, they yeah they actually scrub because of, because of how hard they are, they actually do scrub away some um, bacteria and plaque that are there in your teeth. Oh, that is interesting. That is interesting. So let's get back to gums because I remember when um, I was uh, at the dentist a few years ago because I had a, an issue of um, when I'm super stressed, uh, I would bite my teeth when I'm sleeping and I did not know it, but I was I started waking up with just pain in my gums and I was like, what's happening? And then we discovered that it was because I was going through immense stress at the time and I would bite on my teeth. 
But we know that mm. gums then can lead up to swelling of gums and sometimes even bleeding. What causes that? What other things besides stress in my case would bring about tension to your teeth and to your gums? Okay, so, uh, so swollen gums typically occur because of um, just the back bacteria that's in your mouth. So mm. if, bacteria, if the bacteria that, it, that sticks to your teeth has been there for a long period of time, it can actually irritate your gums, and that's what causes uh, bleeding and you know swollen gums, especially bleeding with that you notice when you're brushing and all. Mm. So it's uh, yeah, you know, um, simple answer would be bacteria, but there's also certain medications that could cause um, your gums to swell or grow. So yeah, but most of the time, in most patients, it's typically just bacteria that has adhered to the teeth for a long period of time. Mm. And it's always important to um, brush properly um, and, you know, take your dentist's recommendations when it comes to like your oral health and everything. All right. We're going to take a quick ad break, just a, a, a one ad. And then when we come back, I want to go back to the beginning of teeth, you know, uh, when kids are still teething. And I want to explore um, when is it like what... <coughs> During that time, what happens if a child, for example, maybe around one or two, is still having their baby teeth, they are still starting to teeth, but now the teeth are decaying? What could be the cause of such? Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, we are on, uh, you can send us your questions, 067-153-1089. We are speaking to Dr. William. He is a dentist and uh, he's unpacking his journey with us, but also helping us to deal with dental and oral hygiene. We see some of your questions already coming in via WhatsApp. We're going to take a quick ad break. When we come back, we continue with this conversation. You're listening to Hope Alive. When you eat meat, it must feel like driving along the garden road or driving up and down the meandering Mahubaskluf Mountain Road. That's the feeling you only get when you eat meat from Morangi Premium Meat. Our meat is spotless and second to none. Come on, mesmerize your taste buds with our premium meat, which is goat meat or chevron. For your home consumption and events, Morangi Premium Meat is your answer. Call us now on 072-973-6356. Morangi Premium Meat, we are inspired by excellence. 28 minutes past the hour eight conversation, speaking oral health, dental health, whatever you want to speak about in terms of your mouth, your teeth, your gums and breath, because we do know that, oh, child, some people can greet you and say hello and you want to run because, wow, what comes out of their mouths is shocking. But we are finding out right now in this conversation that it's not always related to how they are cleaning. It could be a result of how they are brushing their teeth, but also it could lead, it could be because of other issues that need need a even deeper attention uh well well dr yep. william let me put that respect <laughs> on those five years you've put in <laughs> let me put some respect on it so uh, i'm speaking about this because there's a, a listener of ours who's got a, a toddler um who's just around two three and she's noticing that the toddler is still being breastfed and is um, the teeth are decaying. So she wants to find out what could be a cause of such. Okay. So teeth decay due to a number of factors, right? Mm. Um, firstly, there has to be bacteria present. Um, present sorry. Um, the bacteria, um, well, we, we call it plaque. It's when bacteria has like, you know, stuck 
it sucks to your teeth and is stuck there for a long period of time. We call that bacterial plaque. Mm. Um, there has to be plaque on the teeth always for, for the teeth to decay. Mm. There always has to be, um, there also has to be like uh, food, basically, like any sort of food, to, yeah, like sugars, carbs, anything, mm. so that the bacteria can have something to sort of eat. So when mm. the bacteria um, got come into contact with carbs or sugar, they actually produce acids. And those acids sort of, um, you know, they sort of dissolve the minerals that are found in your teeth. Mm. Now, you obviously don't know. This happens almost every single time that you eat, basically. But you don't actually, like, see it. Yes. The decay happens after this happens over an extended period of time. Mm. And, yeah, so over over months, years, um, teeth could slowly decay because they're not getting enough. They're losing more minerals than they're gaining, mm. and that causes decay. Should the parent then be worried, or do they can they lean on the fact that because it is the milk teeth, the kid's still going to have normal teeth, then they can start to worry then, or oh, what can they do at, at that moment? When is it a time to panic? It, if, if, if a parent notices that their child's teeth are decaying, mm. they should take them to a dentist to try and save the teeth because they mm. could be over time this would happen and then the child will be in pain and that teeth would need to be extracted by a dentist if they're in like severe mm. amounts of pain or they have like an infection or swelling or, or mm. an abscess. So it's always important to try and keep the baby teeth in the, in the child's mouth for as long as possible. And because uh, those teeth actually like keep the space that is needed for the, um, the, the adult teeth to actually grow properly. If you uh, remove the baby tooth, the uh, other teeth could sort of start moving in the place of the tooth that was removed. And um, over time, that could cause problems. Um, you know, the patient, might, the, the child sorry, might need braces in future. Mm. So it's always important to like, whenever, not, not even when parents do this, like just trying to schedule regular dental appointments so that um, we can detect these sort of issues to ensure that the child doesn't have, doesn't have to get to that point. And then um, just the last one on the kid is one. When should a parent be concerned when the child's teething process is not starting? The child is reaching one, there's no teeth on site. Child goes to two, two and a half, <laughs> zero teeth on the site. What, when should the parent start being concerned and can they do anything about their worries? Okay, so typically the first uh, tooth develops around six months yeah. um, or so. So what I like to say um, is always to take your child either when the first tooth um, comes out into the mouth mm. or at least six months after the first tooth has erupted into the child's mouth. Mm. Then you should take the child to uh, the dentist just to see if everything's fine, everything's growing uh, properly. So if by one year there are no teeth in the child's mouth, then a parent should always be concerned and just take the child to the dentist just so that we can see if anything deeper is going on. Okay. So we've got a yes. question here from one of our listeners, Eunice. She's asking, good morning, everyone. I would like to know what can make your teeth to change color? Maybe, uh, maybe be yellow, even though you brush your teeth more often. Great conversation. Uh, 
and she's also asking a second question follow up to saying can bleeding gums be healed completely uh so what what can uh, cause teeth to become yellow is yes. maybe a lot of things that can cause staining of teeth so like certain food like for example if you drink a lot of tea and coffee like over yes. over time that can stain your teeth especially if you don't go for like a professional cleaning there and there that could uh, stain your teeth um so yeah just certain food certain medications uh, especially when uh i don't want to scare you guys overload you guys with too much information but you know certain medications can have an effect on teeth uh causing them to stain uh especially when the teeth are developing mm. uh, when we yeah, are when the child and teeth are developing and yeah bleeding gums can be cured completely um if they, we first need to determine what is causing the bleeding gums and once we get to the root of the issue, then um, if we remove the cause, uh, yeah, the, the gums should be fine after removing the cause. Mm. So uh, I want to, I mean, slowly just getting to wrap up our conversation because we are out of time and, and we do know that you've got a busy day as per usual. So uh, also let's talk about these, um, I mean, piggybacking on what um, she just, our guest Eunice asked, I mean, our listener Eunice asked about whitening of teeth and all oh, teeth getting, becoming yellow. What, um, because there's all these t- toothpaste that are saying we're gonna give you whitening, teeth whitening, and it's not really guaranteed. So I wanna, say, I wanna know, um, is it good? Like, is there a healthy process to teeth whitening? And also, um, when should one consider it, and how often should one do it? Okay, so the teeth whitening procedure is more an aesthetic or beauty thing. Mm. You know, there are no health benefits to actually like having <laughs> white teeth, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, teeth, yeah, like teeth, healthy teeth aren't necessarily white. Like, you know, mm. just because your teeth are very white, that doesn't necessarily mean you have the healthiest teeth out there. Some teeth uh, have a darker shade than others. Some teeth are more on the slightly yellow side. Some are very white. I, for one, have very white teeth, but that, that, that doesn't necessarily mean that um, I have the healthiest uh, teeth. Oh, yeah, like because my teeth are white, they're necessarily healthy. Mm. So, teeth whitening should more so looked at as a, be more so looked at as a cosmetic thing. And um, yeah, that should be discussed with your dentist to see if you're the right candidate for it, you have good oral health. Um, because we don't like we can't now give teeth whitening, uh, which is an aesthetic procedure, to someone that has uh, not the best, um, you know, or or rather the healthiest teeth. Yeah. To actually do the whitening procedure, because it is very, it is somewhat expensive mm. to do. So you're currently doing your uh, your one year community service, right? Which is compulsory. Yes. And yes, I am. what are you, you are doing it in Limpopo, in Toyando. So where to from here? What is your dream for yourself from this process when this one year is done? Okay, so I would like to have my own dental practice. Yeah. Uh, but, I, but I feel that I do need to get a little bit more experience in the private sector. Yes. Because uh, working in the government, in the public sector and working in the private sector is a little bit different. Mm. Um, so I, I would need a little bit more exposure before I can, you know, buy my own or rather open my own dental mm. practice in this point. So, yeah, the dream is to have my own practice so that I can um, 
you know, follow my passion and do more, uh, or rather do, do, do the procedures that I like to do the most. Thank you so much for making your time for us. Um, for us, you are, it's inspiring to see young black men in this profession because we know that racially it's not a profession that a lot of black people find themselves in. So to see you doing that, we're not putting the pressure for you to represent, but we are saying you are a light, you are a doorway to many that are coming behind you. So may the journey ahead be one that you carry with grace, humility, but also courage because you are breaking ceilings because you are the first of the generation that's coming. Uh, thank you very much for having me. It's been a very nice and wonderful experience coming on the show. Thank you so much. Have a fantastic one. And we'll do this again another time to speak about other things pertaining to the mouth because I know that there's a lot more than what we've touched on and we'll um, make some time to get back and touch on those things. No problem. I'd love to do this again. Thank you. Fantastic. That's how we wrap up our conversation with Dr. William. You are listening to Hope Alive, streaming live from Hope Restoration Ministries, Kempton Park, South Africa.